About eight years ago, I planted my first garden. It was July in central Texas. It was probably in the 90s or 100s. We were having records highs that year. And I did it. I decided to plant radishes and lettuce. Well, um, I built a little box and I was super excited and they, they ended up budding. But if you know anything about gardening, uh, you have to start a fair bit earlier than July and lettuce is not a hot weather uh, crop. And then um, to make matters worse, I planted them in topsoil, which is, you know, it has very little um, things that the plants need to grow. Um, so after my little plants budded and I started to water them um, infrequently, <laughs> they they didn't do very well they died pretty quickly i was a really awful horrible gardener since then i've gotten better um i'm not perfect lots of things still die but less die now than used to and i've actually grown fruits and vegetables for my family um, and i really enjoy it um but the point of this is that families are a lot like gardens i know it's like corny or whatever but um, I think the metaphor really holds. Um, there's this book by this person named Alison Gopnik. I think that's how you say it. Anyway, it's, and she's talking about how children, um, you can either look at your role to your children as either a gardener would or a carpenter. And that how we often look at children these days is how a carpenter approaches uh, it that carpenters have a plan and you know they measure twice and they have this like they know what it's gonna come out as like so you know with children we have them enrolled in all these things and we all want them to go to Harvard and be these super successful people uh, <clears throat> but in reality her argument is that we we were are better served really when we look at children not through the lens of some kind of woodworking project but rather as a seed as a seed we're responsible to plant and to water and to fertilize but at the end of the day you know that seed has everything it's gonna need to grow um, and it's only gonna grow better if the soil is good and it's well watered and tended um, planted at the right time of the year and so so on and so forth but um, you can't a gardener can't change a pumpkin seed into a rose bush. It, it doesn't work like that. Um, you, your children um, are who they're going to be, and they can be better versions of themselves if we kind of provide the right environment and right tending. Um, they can be really fruitful. And I just love this. Um, way of looking at parenting and creating family um, and one of the the ways that <clears throat> I try to approach my family is um, by giving them a really uh, strong family identity a really rich soil to grow from um, <sighs> families that have clear values and um, stories um, generally have kids that are more well-adjusted and uh, tend to 
um, just do better um, in whatever that they're going to do. So with this idea that we can't control the children that God gave us, we can control the environment, um, and that environment really rests strongly on your family identity. I just want to give you some ideas for helping to uh, um, chase down that that environment that you want and so one of the best ways to start is by looking at the big picture so this is like the practical advice i want you to get a calendar um and what i do is i just um get you know i i honestly printed out when i did this uh printed out all the months of the year just you know googled calendar blank calendars and i wrote in every holiday every birthday every vacation um, that we had or anything going on in the calendar, right, that I know of in advance. And I want you to look for big gaps. So if there's gaps of two, three weeks where there's nothing going on, what I need you to start thinking about is putting something in there, uh, make a list of things that you could potentially do, to create this family identity, this family legacy for your family so that they have good soil to grow in. Um, So uh, after all the holidays and all the obvious stuff is done, um, you could plan for trips or visits to grandma. You could plan for maybe volunteer opportunities or different acts of service that you wanna do. or there's other things that you might have a family value of athletics. So there's that, you know, 5K race you want to do every year or that kickball game or that family reunion. Uh, other things um, could be like uh, maybe your family is more artsy or more into tech stuff. You might do a family uh, gaming event or... Um, art project. I know lots of families do like quilting or scrapbooking or uh, that's not really my thing, but um, that kind of event. Um, Some of the things that my family has done um, and really enjoyed to fill in those big gaps are things, uh, one, every year in the winter, um, usually near the end of January or the end of February, kind of flips depending on our schedule as we do family Olympics. And everyone gets a country and a name and we you know take a candle and pretend to light a torch and we do these minute to win it games like chubby bunny and uh, like cup stacking contests and there's really no winners or or anything like that we don't even keep score but in uh it's just so fun and the kids look forward to it every year um the other another idea that we have done is like a family taste test and this really really goes into family identity we've done uh french fries um where we just went around to like four or five local fast food restaurants and got an order of their small fries and then i um got them all together and put them on a plate and didn't tell them where what french fry was from uh, just numbered them one french fry one two three and four and everyone ranked each french fry um, on their taste and you know appearance and you know what they like the best and we came up with a family favorite french fry um, we've also done that with chicken nuggets but you could really do that with anything um, and it just really is like 
solidifies, oh, our family likes this the best. That's, that's us. It, it defines us and makes us somehow separate um, from the rest of the world. But just really what that does is bonds us together. Um, so that's the very first step I'd like you to take. You don't have to do everything like this, but just take a big look at the calendar, a big picture here, and you don't have to decide today, but find the gaps and brainstorm some ideas that you would do um, as a family to sort of create and strengthen this family identity. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, so I, I really just like this quote too, going, going from this whole idea of we are in charge of the soil and tending of our kids uh, and creating this environment. And it says, when a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment, not the flower. There is nothing wrong with the kids that God gave you. Um, they're all unique and different, um, but they you, we don't go about fixing them. We go about changing the environment that we create for them to best suit them and us and our overall family. All right. And with that, I will uh, call it quits till next time.